0: Every season is spooky season in our book, so settle in and prepare to be Shut up. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. I'm Santa. And I'm Amanda. Welcome,
1: y'all. Yes, we are back for our first episode um, since Shocktober, uh, where we were releasing episodes every week for the month of October. That was really fun. Now we're back to our every other week schedule. um, Schedule. Schedule. And... um, Got any fun facts, Amanda? Like, what'd you do for
0: Halloween? Oh, my God. I was, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) Okay, Halloween this year, with everything going on, I thought it was going to be a last minute, just cobble it together like it normally is for me, because I seem to always have my best ideas in, like, February. Halloween weekend, Connelly and I got these Amazon costumes that are blow-up alien dolls. And I was abducted and captured by one, and he was riding on the back of one, and it was a total riot. Our friend Allie and Alan put on a really good party at their house and got to see some old, familiar faces and had a good old time. That was the main thing that we did, but we also, in the days leading up, went to this amazing haunted house in Ackworth called Folklore Haunted House, and it was the scariest haunted house I've ever been to. There's this guy on stilts who's wearing like a, I don't even know how you describe it. A, like a animal skull of some sort. He's just on the stilts and he's like three feet taller than everybody and he was taking pictures with everybody and it was so much fun and I honestly I didn't know I could scream as high pitched as I did when we went through there from the get-go, like from the jump. These, like whoever these actors were in this haunted house, they killed it. That was I'm jealous. Was the best. Like next time, next Halloween, we're actually going to plan.
1: <laughs> we, well, yes, we are. We,
0: we tried to plan. We tried to go to the Bell Witch. We tried to do all the things. We tried to at least get together in Nashville during the month of October. And it didn't happen, but life's been crazy. and I feel like next October, we could like maybe go like do some field trip
1: stuff as part of our content. Because by then, I feel like we might be in a better place to do that.
0: Right, cause this was, Yeah, because this is our first Halloween season and it was crazy. I do want to say the one of the other fun things I did for Halloween was I got to hang out with Amanda Jacobson from Wine and Crime on her uh, yeah. uh She did a virtual Halloween costume contest and it was so much fun. Uh, I made some new friends in there and it was a great old time. Um, basically, she has a subscriber channel on her Instagram. So if you pay, I think it's like $5 a month. You get to be in this exclusive group, and it's for a good cause, and it's just so much fun, and I love Amanda. I'm a huge stan. Oh, Amanda's not listening, but if she is, I love you, name twin. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Oh, and uh, this tumbler We got to talk about our tumblers. Yes. If I could stop yawning, it'd be cool. Yeah. Um... <laughs>
1: Yes, we got these tumblers, which is uh, courtesy of Amanda, and Amanda knows all the tea about um, Stephanie and where to buy these tumblers if you want one of your own uh, custom-made by
0: Stephanie. Yeah, so I made a new friend at Networking this week. Her name's Stephanie, and she has an Etsy shop called The Southern Merle, and She and her husband do some things together, like tables and woodwork and things like that. But her main thing that she likes to do is print on tumblers and things like this. So I might be actually buying some from her in bulk to sell to you all if you are interested. So if you're watching and can see what this looks like, it's super cute. And if you want one, just let me know and we can figure something out for you. So what about you? What did did you do for Halloween? Speaking of Stephanie,
1: I went to our good friend Stephanie's Halloween party that she does every year, but for the past three years, I have not been able to go, or however many years. (laughs) For the past couple years, I have not been able to go, and it just looks like such a great time, because one thing about our friend Stephanie, like, she puts out Halloween decorations like, I think starting even in August... And it's like every single room in her house, top to bottom, is covered, smothered, Mm -hmm. covered. It's, But it's in the best way. It's like so tastefully done. And it's like such an experience to be in her house at Halloween time. It's actually a great experience any other time of the year, too, because she just impeccable decoration Mm -hmm. at all times Um, and just a very like hip home to be in. But yeah, it was so much fun. And I went as Velma from Scooby Doo. And that was a very comfortable costume because it was a little bit chilly, but not really. And then she was Carrie from Stephen King's Carrie. And she did that amazingly. She had the blood and the pink, like, satin gown and everything. Um, her husband, Brian, was Jack Nicholson's character from The Shining. And Stephanie made these really awesome bubbling drinks. They were these like green bubbling drinks with dry ice. So that was really fun. And we had a bonfire and we, of course, went out to her horror museum, as I like to call it, Stephanie's Horror Museum, which is her converted shed. It's basically a shed converted into an art studio that also is a shrine to vintage horror memorabilia things like that when, when we were there last she had like 10 vhs's in there now mm. she has a wall of vhs's and it's like i don't even know how many it's a lot but i made a video and of course if you follow our instagram account shook podcast you may have seen the highlight reel of stephanie's party if you haven't check out my instagram account santa marie it's on there. Yeah.
0: I posted it to our stories. I need to make a reel out of it. If you want me to. Yeah,
1: it's on my TikTok account, so you can just, like, share it probably. I feel like there's more stuff that happened, but I don't know. I didn't really do anything on Halloween. I had no trick-or-treaters, did you? No, I didn't have any trick-or-treaters, and I bought, like, a ton of candy just in case. And so, needless to say, I ate a lot of the candy. Um, I ate a lot of the candy way before I found out that there weren't any trick-or-treaters. Then it was just like, good thing there weren't any trick-or-treaters, because I ate a lot right. of the candy. I ate most of the good ones. You're not going to do this the whole time. You're not. Go in there and lay down. I'll be in there soon. Or you can come lay with mommy under the desk, but you need to decide.
0: (laughs) Stay in or stay out. Okay. Yeah, the Halloween candy situation at my house was there was too much. It was mm-hmm. way too much, and I narrowly escaped getting scurvy because all I've been eating are Reese's Cups and Laffy Taffy's and Nerds and Kit Kats yeah. and Snickers and all the candy. I That's had a lot I feel of like shit Kit right now. And
1: <gasps> Reese's Kit Kat. Yeah. Anyway... Let's just
0: get into nope. the episode. Okay, cool. All right, so this is actually going to be our second ever Shook Stories episode. The first one took off. Like, everybody loved that episode, and I made a few requests on Reddit and Instagram. I was like, please send me your stories, because we got to, ha- to have them. So, actually, on the note of Stephanie, Stephanie who gave us these tumblers, she actually also sent in... A couple of stories, I'm going to read one of them for you tonight. So without further ado, I will start it out. All right. She said, hey, Amanda and Santa, I am hooked on shook. (laughs) Ha ha, get it? (laughs) She said, so I have a story that's super long, but basically my mom passed away years ago from cancer, and the house that she lived in was totally haunted. Her husband had lived there with his wife before, who also died from cancer i'm telling you the house was possessed so 2 years after my mom died my stepdad took his life in the house which made things way worse there since i was only since i was the only one left here in woodstock it was my job to pack the house It was the hardest thing that I ever had to do because I lost my brother years before my mom, and then my mom, then my stepdad, and I had to pack the house with all of my brother's things and do it in the house that my stepdad had just killed himself in. My husband and I started experiencing some major electrical issues in our house. My stepdad had been an electrician and always said that if he died, he would screw with people's lights. We thought nothing of it, but swore that we had an electrical short in the house. So my husband rewired it. Still, shit was going on and off all hours of the day and night. So, after being at my parents' house all day, panicking, I came home and I was trying to get ready for a party that evening. The damn lights kept going off while I was trying to put on my eyeliner. Epic failure with lights going on and off. I got pissed and I finally yelled, Rodney! My stepdad. Rodney, if that's you and you have something that you need to say, then you need to find a different damn way to say it. I'm tired of this crap. The lights then stayed on. I went to the party and had a blast. Story ends here. Hell no. A few (laughs) days later, (laughs) hell no. (laughs) A few days later, my girlfriend says, You'll never believe what showed up in our picture last night. She shows me a picture and I just about had a heart attack. My stepdad was staring back at me. My husband, who was a total skeptic, had the same reaction when he saw it, and I never doubted my beliefs again. Fast forward a few months, I met a psychic, and she saw the picture, and her face went blank. She then described, she then described my parents' house to a T and described how he was trapped there, and that there was an evil entity in my parents' closet, which I never went into because it freaked me the F out. Always. She told me that I had to help him cross over by reassuring him that it was okay, that he took his life, and, he was, and, he, and then he would be allowed to cross. He had tried for months to sell their farm, the day after I went to their house and did what the lady told me to do, the house had a full price offer and it was like the evil had completely left. We've totally got to do lunch and I could tell you all the crazy stuff about my farm and my experiences. Uh, she basically says that she thought she was going insane and she said, oh, and the picture enclosed is of my stepdad and the ghost pic side by side. Enjoy. And I'm going to show you this ghost pic. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, Santa Banana, I'm about to text you this spooky picture. Wait, So the picture I just sent you, the man in the red. That's her stepdad? The man in the middle, he's wearing red, and then look at the picture of the sorbet. Look to the right of the sorbet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like his face. Yeah. Without glasses. When Stephanie sent me this, I said, absolutely not. Okay, so maybe if Stephanie's okay with it, I can show this in post. But just in case, you can see side by side the picture of her stepfather. And then right next to it, it looks like there's a a sorbet or some dessert. And then there's, like, this fog on the other side of the picture. And it's an exact outline of her stepdad's face. So I believe it. I believe you, Stephanie. And she's told me some other crazy stuff um ever since I saw her last like she's just been texting me all these crazy things so lots of good stories from her what story do you have
1: so this is a story from Tommy Wolford he said okay so this had me shook so for the context of the story I've had a history of supernatural occurrences as I live in a small and haunted town this happened when I was in the backstage of the school auditorium when I was in eighth grade getting ready for a poetry recital. I was with my friend who I'll call Sally. Sally and I were talking about how creepy the whole back area was with a distinct lack of props and also the fact that there were no lights on either. I casually bring up the fact that I've seen several spirits in the last couple of years, the most at the time being a little pale girl in a white dress and had distinct hazelnut colored hair. Sally, of course, didn't believe me. However, moments later, the microphone that was on the stage suddenly projected a young female voice saying my name on the speakers. Sally froze in place, and I felt chills throughout my body. And before you say, oh, it could have been someone pranking you, we were alone. So she's become less doubtful when I tell her about some of my experiences. Well, Tommy, I'm going to need for you to tell us more of your experiences since, since it seems like you have experiences plural. Um, that's really a fun experience uh, to have in middle school, um, in your, I guess, haunted school. Um, that's crazy. So... Yeah, Sally. Um, I'm gonna need you to get it together, and believe my boy Tommy, or don't. You can be a skeptic if you want, Sally. If that's even your real name, a
0: pseudonym in the studio.
1: But yeah, Tommy, send us some more.
0: Yes, we love it. All everything you got. You have another story. I do have a second story, and this was sent in by Carlo. When I was four years old, I lived with my parents in an eight story apartment block, and I had a habit of waking up early in the morning to watch the garbage trucks come by. I liked the lights and the hydraulics. One night, I noticed a monk from a distant monastery looking at me from the distance. Nothing odd. I just waved at the old man, and he would bow and wave back. But this was from far away at a distance. One night, I saw him turn away, and he looked odd. On his back protruded three long black rods that looked like a CB radio antenna, and they even had the shiny metal part at the base to hold it down. I found out about the CB radio design for trucks, and it looks the same. Okay, so I talked this up to just young kid imagination. But I asked a local podcaster who actually went to the monastery and asked anyone about it with a rough sketch with the description that I gave. He told me the people there gave many words among each other before saying, we don't want to talk about that. But when they said, that, he did the thumb jerking motion in the direction of a certain hut in their compound. That's what the podcaster had told me. Also, he had a bad feeling because I told him that the monk that I saw was an old man. If something happened to him, and this was 20 years ago, Why would they still react suspiciously about something that is not in the grave or cremated or however they handle their deceased? Uh, He was really old. There's no way that he had more than five years left in him. Also, if they were gesturing to a hut, it means that the person was a resident, not a dead man. So why did they refer to him as that instead of him? I really hope that the old man went peacefully. I've seen a few scary stories where people don't go quietly, and it's disturbing. Either way, the guy had a feeling that the old man is still alive. Also, what were those things on his back? They were too long to be incense candles or something. They were too thick. Also, too heavy for anyone to carry. Just what is going on in that monastery, and what are they hiding? If I ever have time to travel back to my old town and Eastwood... And he put in parentheses, "Top Ride, Sydney, Australia." I definitely want to find out more. I don't think flying a drone would be legal, though. No sneaky peeky. What do you ladies think? I'd like to know. Carlo,
1: I don't know. Is he like? Is he? Is he kind of suggesting that it's like an extraterrestrial type individual? With That's the, the vibe that I got from with it. With the but. radio
0: parts attached? I don't know. Or a hybrid? So have you ever listened to Jim Harold's Campfire podcast? Mm-mm. He's really great. He he has a show, and he calls those kinds of stories a head scratcher,
1: <laughs> where you don't
0: really know what to make yeah. of it. And I'm kind of bamboozled, to be honest, but it's cool. We got our first international story, it sounds like from australia very cool yes i love that um that was a
1: very like interesting story very different not sure not a ghost story not necessarily an alien story somewhere somewhere in the it's it's unexplained that's the (laughs) unexplained part of our all things paranormal and unexplained (laughs) and we love that honestly more of that more of the unexplained stuff. It's very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Carlo, for your story from Australia. Woohoo! That's so cool. <laughs> I think I have one more. Awesome. Here from Hannah Parrish. So, Hannah emailed us her story. She said, I have never seen a ghost, but I think I heard one once. I was 15 years old, and this story took place about this time of year. Leaves on the ground and snow in the forecast. I was babysitting for a family that lived in a Victorian mansion in the oldest part of town. Awesome. The parents were going to a gala and didn't expect to be home until 1 or 2 a.m. I fed the kids dinner, played games with them, and tucked them into bed around 9 p.m. I didn't want to risk watching TV and waking the kids up. So I just lounged out on the sofa and read a book. I'm old. This is long before smartphones and tablets. Yes, the good old days when you could just read a book (laughs) and not be like worried about your phone because your phone was a landline. (laughs) The family dog was curled up at my feet sleeping. Shortly after midnight, I heard the side kitchen door unlock and the knob turn. Surprised the parents were home early and that they were coming in through the kitchen, the dog and I got up to go greet the parents. But when we got there, the door was closed and still locked. I would have thought I was just hearing things, except the dog heard it too. He lifted his head and looked in the direction of the kitchen. Scared that there was a burglar outside, I ran up to the children's playroom on the third floor that had a 360 degree view of the property to take a look around before I called the police. I checked on the kids on my way up and they were fast asleep. There was a light dusting of snow that had fallen, and I didn't see any footprints anywhere on the ground outside, so I felt a little braver to go outside and look around. Didn't see any signs of anyone lurking around outside the house so I went back to my book, but I couldn't really concentrate. I was still trying to process what had happened. I had heard about ghost stories occurring in the old part of town and decided that must have been what I heard. The kitchen side door was probably the servant entrance back in the heyday of the mansion. Someone must have been reporting for night duty. The parents did come home about an hour and a half later, and they came in through the front door. I was too embarrassed to ask them if they ever had any paranormal activity in the house, but looking back, I wish I had. Thank God for that dog. I would have thought I was losing my mind. That is a great story. That is very, Uh that is a classic Victorian mansion haunting. Um, Also classic babysitter (laughs) (laughs) haunting. That was great. Um, Yeah. Honestly, I would have loved to have babysat some kids in a Victorian mansion uh, when I was 15. So that's pretty cool. The the scary stuff, though, not great. Um, I hope that's the only time it happened. However, if it happened any other times, let us know. Um, Or if you have any other experiences, Hannah,
0: um, let us know. I know you said you've never seen a ghost. um, But yeah. Woohoo! Santa, do you remember... How I told you I wanted to see, nope. Real yeah. bad. Guess yep. what? I had my shot. I had my chance. And my 33-year-old ass fell asleep at like 9 o'clock <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of the movie. Probably 10 minutes into the movie, I fell asleep. And I was so mad because I've been looking forward to that movie for so long. And Emily's the one that brought it over. <laughs> like she ha- She bought the movie. Dang, so now I gotta wait till the next time I see Emily to get to watch this movie because there's no sense in me buying it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen it
0: yet? Nope. I did watch Carol.
1: Good. I haven't watched that or X, and Emily gave me the access to that too, so I I shot my chance all to hell too. (laughs) Emily just keeps Emily just keeps letting us watch movies for free and we're not taking advantage of it. Um Yeah, basically, I, I didn't watch a lot of Halloween content leading up to Halloween. Um, I actually mainly like binge watched House of the Dragon, which then inspired me to rewatch Game of Thrones. So then I started rewatching Game of Thrones, (laughs) which is not Halloween content. It's more like winter is coming content. Um, because winter is coming. <laughs> but it's okay. I Who says Game of Thrones isn't
0: scary? It is.
1: Okay. There's a lot of murder of, in
0: there. Yeah, so Game of Thrones, I tried to watch it when it first came out. Like, I watched the first episode, and I bailed. I don't know why, I just bailed. So many people have said that to
1: me, and I understand why, because the very first time I tried to watch Game of Thrones... I was like not into the first episode. I was like, this is really slow burn and I need y'all to get to the action. <laughs> Even though there is action in the first episode, honestly, there's like a beheading in the first like five minutes, but spoiler alert, it's been out for a long time, you guys.
0: And one thing about way, I'm going to
1: spoil some shit. Um, yeah. It's trigger warning incest. Um, <laughs> amongst many other things there's a lot of shit um but it's such a good show um i encourage you to give it another chance especially going into
0: this um this winter that is coming the winter because is coming whether we like it or not <laughs> it'll be, yeah it is so meredith our friend meredith you know meredith she told me that i had to watch game of thrones yeah like this year a couple months ago so i tried again and I, st- I know I need to just do it, but it's 2022 and I'm only now wrapping up, finishing baking, uh, baking, baking bad, <laughs> the cooking show. No, breaking bad. <laughs> I'm almost done with it. Connelly and I were like, we're going to watch this. So now I'm like, We'll finish breaking all this bad. time without You finished
1: it? I've watched, I watched it a long time ago. But yeah, finish Breaking Bad and then then give Game of Thrones a chance. Cause once you get into Game of Thrones, you're gonna be in it. You're gonna be in the shit. Like and okay. you're gonna want to watch like episode after episode. So you're not gonna wanna really like have a backlog of Breaking Bad too. Have you seen that episode of Portlandia where they watch Battlestar Galactica and they like binge watch it to the point where like the girl uh keeps calling out of work? And then they forget to pay the electricity bill because they haven't moved because they've just been binge watching.
0: Oh, my Every- God. I haven't seen that. And everybody says I would love that show. I'm embarrassed to admit I've i never love seen that. I love Battlestar Galactica, too.
1: It's, like, one of my top five favorite shows of all time, possibly top three. I think you would like Battlestar Galactica. Maybe okay. more than Game of Thrones. Um, but Game of Thrones has a lot of, like, comedy it's just really clever comedy writing, the way that they work it in, because it is a very mm-hmm. serious show, but the comedy is like very nuanced and just like seamlessly woven into it. And you you that's, would pick it up, I think. That's my vibe. That's my
0: vibe. Yeah, I love a good subtle slash dry. That's why I like. That's why I the love show. you so much, because <laughs> <laughs> you be saying stuff just like, just straight face. I'm like. <laughs>
1: I do be saying stuff with, like, no life
0: behind my eyes. (laughs) Just to, like – I'm all about, like, irony and juxtaposition. Like, when someone says something that's so goddamn funny and they just have no expression on their face, I will spit out my coffee, guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. Whereas, like, I can make jokes like that. And when I did stand-up, a lot of my delivery was deadpan, too. Like, it has to be when you're talking about eating your children. But, you know – I also like to be silly, and I feel like that's yes. kind of, like, I, I might as well be a dad. Like, I'm not cut out for parenthood, but I feel like I should be a dad because I have all the dad jokes. <laughs> yes, you do. You come through with the dad jokes,
1: and you've got, like, the goofy stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, because I am not – I don't know. It, it's a balance. It's a
0: good balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like a balancing act. Oh, I was gonna ask you about Game of Thrones. Do I have to finish Game of Thrones before I can watch that House of Dragons show? It doesn't matter what order you watch it in. Like basically because
1: I watched Game of Thrones, I had a just a built in appreciation because I already like I have a fondness for the Targaryen family. And House of Dragons is about the Targaryen family and kind of two hundred years before Daenerys Targaryen, um, and so you could really watch House of the Dragon first if you want to, wanted to. I would recommend watching Game of Thrones first, though. Yeah, I wouldn't have appreciated House of the Dragons as much if I hadn't watched Game of Thrones first, because I would have been like, "Why do I care about this family?"
0: right nobody cares <laughs>
1: yeah even though i mean there's reasons because there's dragons yeah. of course but you're not invested i care because there's dragons but like other than that but game of thrones just makes you like root for them or not because you know one thing about game of thrones is people like really feel strongly about their houses and their factions um like some people are more House Stark leaning than House Targaryen, because Arya
0: Stark is that the name? Yeah, I, mean, I feel Arya. like I know a bunch of the names, but that's it. Arya and Sansa. Sansa. Well, if you're into prequels, <laughs> did you watch Better Call Saul? Because that's next after we. I haven't watched bad.
1: Better Call Saul, <gasps> but Ooh. I would because I. Love his character on the show, and he's really funny. And I know that um, there are other characters that come back in that show, or are featured
0: in that show that I like. I've I've somehow avoided being spoiled, like certified spoiled. Me too. With Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Good. And even I'm embarrassed, Stephanie. Uh, Stefania. Stefania know, knows who she is. Stephanie. It's our Stephanie. She and i used to watch uh true blood all the time
1: i fucking love true blood
0: yeah that well, is also I- in my top 5 favorites i was obsessed i don't know why i never finished it i'm telling you didn't you didn't finish it ADHD. like start something drop something start something dr- i mean squirrel. yeah like you get it like Actually, but
1: i i really want to when- get back to true blood you should go back to True Blood because I did the same thing. Um, I was obsessed with True Blood when it was coming out, when we were at UTCs, when it came out <laughs> originally. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it weekly with my friends, Gage mm-hmm. um, and Drew and others. Like we would watch it together every week um, for season one. And then somewhere season two or three, it started getting like really kind of dumb. And then we like switched to The Walking Dead from there. But um I went back years later, and I was like, I'm going to rewatch this badass show. And I watched it all the way through, and I loved it. So I encourage you to give it a rewatch because it holds up. Okay, I'm going to. And Eric could get it. (laughs) Eric,
0: I mean. No, I'm a huge Scarsgard stan.
1: Yeah. Just that that family. That family could, the whole family could get it. But all I'm gonna say is I'm not gonna spoil anything. But I ship, um, Suki with Eric forever, forever, ever. Simply because he's the hottest. That's all. Oh, before we forget, um, we do have a Patreon now. I know we've talked about that, uh, on a previous episode that we were making a Patreon. Amanda has made a Patreon for Shook. Um, so if you go to our link tree, which you can find our link tree on our Instagram account, our TikTok account as well, or you can go to shookpodcast.com, um, you can find the link to the Patreon in any of those locations. And we have a couple of like bonus content items currently. Um, we have our lost episode. our It's not really a lost episode, but it's our lost video episode of episode four, which was... Um, the episode where we had Moth Boy Matt from Moth Boys podcast. Um, that video was not uploaded actually because I had a bitch face the whole time and <laughs> it looked like I was having a bad time and it just the vibe is not good. but for a patreon exclusive, you guys get to see me looking like a bitch for like an hour. And also, here's some cool stories. There are some really cool stories. We talk about some really fun stuff on that episode. Um, So if you haven't listened to it or you already have and you'd like to watch the video, that's going to be there. We also have Amanda's Nani, her grandmother, um, telling her own ghost story, um, a video of that. And soon we will have um, bonus content in the form of cutting room floor type content, like just segments that ended up getting cut out of the episodes. And we have a lot of those, a lot of things that have been cut out just to cut the episodes down. Um, And then we also have a lot of bloopers. So there's going to be like a blooper reel type sitch. Um, I think what I'm actually going to do is kind of do something for each episode where it'll be Mm. just like deleted, deleted scenes from episode one and kind of like separate it that way. Um, mm. So there'll be plenty of content um, on the Patreon coming soon.
0: And, and you get stickers.
1: And we have stickers that Amanda had made. And hopefully soon when we get more patrons, we can expand the merch to t-shirts and stuff like
0: that. That would be awesome. Absolutely. Definitely want more merch in the future. I of the merch. All that merch uh, Yeah, thanks to everybody who submitted their stories We've got uh, enough for maybe another Shook Stories episode here soon But we are always collecting them So just go to our link tree Find the uh, submit your Shook Story button And we can take a look at that um, Stephanie, Carlo, everybody who sent it in We love to see it
1: Yes, thanks again Stephanie for these beautiful tumblers. I took this to work with me the other day and I got compliments, galore. Um, Yay. it's beautiful and it is very well insulated. So not only oh, is she yeah. beautiful, she's functional. You can have Did it you take it to the though. Halloween party at Stephanie's house? I did not take the tumblr to Stephanie's party, but I did take stickers and I did distribute those. Look at you go. I did. And I distributed cool. some at work, too. And I have a, I have a few extras that I'm going to be very, very selective about who I give those to. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So that's our shook stories for this week. Please send us more.
0: Yes, please. Come one, come
1: all with the shook stories. Paranormal. One more. Mm-hmm. Supernatural, unexplained.
0: The Unexplained by William Shatner. Yes. Um, (laughs) One more thing about Patreon you get to suggest a story topic if you're in our Patreon, also. And we have a couple suggestions that we're definitely going to do probably the next time we record. So, woohoo! There's that. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you
1: next time for our Shook Stories. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: okay bye thank you so much for tuning in to shook new episodes of shook drop every other wednesday on apple podcasts and spotify soon to be wherever you find your podcasts check out our show notes for more information on this week's episode our social links and more until next time stay shook hey do you have a personal paranormal encounter that you'd like to share with us Visit our website, shookpodcast.com, to fill out our contact form. Or you can send us an email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com.